Welcome to Wisdom from the Word of God, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Owen Butler, endeavoring to reconnect people with God. Philippians chapter 4, starting at verse 6, you will find these words. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Today, saints of God, I just want to talk to you a few moments from the thought, worry-free living. Worry-free living. Amen? The book of Philippians. Amen. It is one of the books, amen, or the letters of the Apostle Paul, amen, when the Apostle Paul himself, amen, had found himself in a place of bondage. Amen. But what the world did not know is that they might put him in physical shackles, but they could never shackle his spirit. Because his spirit had been set free a long time ago on a trip he was making to Damascus. Amen, Sister Butler? He had realized that where he was going was wrong, but God had given him the path to what's right. Now by this time, his name had been changed from Saul to Paul. More importantly, that his heart had been changed from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. Now his message was not quoting the 613 laws, but it was the simplicity of the gospel in that he said, I preach nothing else but Christ crucified. Paul at this time understood, amen, that all he is and all he ever shall be would be wrapped up in the sacrificial atoning work of Jesus on the cross that Jesus had done the heavy lifting that nobody else could do. And for this, Paul had a heart of gratefulness. It was out of a heart of gratefulness that Paul had three missionary journeys. It was out of this heart that Paul had been stoned. He, he had been shipwrecked. He had been left for dead. He had been bitten by vipers, but he wouldn't quit because his heart has been set free. And saints of God, we ought to have the same story that we are not going to give up on God because God didn't give up on us. No matter what the storms of life may bring, amen, that our hearts should never change from hearts of gratefulness unto God. No matter how situations began to, to build themselves up and to begin to form a picture of even despair, we must always know that there is never despair in the Lord. There is always hope 
in Jesus. No matter whether or not there are doors that we cannot see, well, no matter whether there are mountains that we cannot go across, no matter whether there are rivers that we don't feel that we can find a bridge to go across, the Lord has a way of building a way out of no way. And because of that, we do not trust in what we can see, but we live by faith. For the word of God says that the just shall live by faith. We're talking about worry-free living today. When you serve a God that's that big, that powerful, and cannot fail, amen, we must realize that that Lord is sovereign. The sovereignty of God says that he does what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it. And no one can stop the Lord from doing what he wills. And the good thing about the Lord as it relates to us is that the Lord loves us. And the Lord is not fickle in his love toward us. No, the Lord is a constant lover of us. For the Bible says, I believe in Jeremiah, that the Lord says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. No matter whether it's up or down, whether you're good or bad, the Lord still loves you. And his love is the kind of Lord, love that sustains us through every situation in life. But there are times in our life that we forget about the love of God because we are so caught up in our situation. So the Apostle Paul comes alongside us today, amen, to say to us in verse 6, be anxious for nothing. Anxiousness, anxiety, worrying about what's coming tomorrow. Worrying about whether or not tomorrow will be our last day or will some great calamity come tomorrow that is the end. In our world today, there are many pharmaceutical companies that are making their money off of our anxiety. Folk are popping pills just to stay calm because they're concerned about whether or not they're gonna make it tomorrow. They're concerned about whether they are going to be able to survive into retirement, amen, whether they're going to have finances, whether their health is going to hold out. They're worried about whether or not somebody's going to come in and steal their precious belongings. They're worried about worrying, amen. They're worried about whether or not I'm going to have to worry tomorrow. So there's a whole industry around pills and things to try to keep folks calm. But if they would just trust in the Lord, amen, they would need those kind of pills because they would understand no matter what come what may, the Lord is still in control. Saints of God, I don't want us to forget that the Lord is in control. Sometimes we can get so caught up in our situations and get so myopic looking at our situation, we forget that it's the Lord in control. Sometimes we find ourselves jumping and moving and trying to do and trying to fix stuff that's not for us to fix in the first place. It's for the Lord. There are some situations and there are some things, amen, that only the Lord can fix. He's the only one can bring back a wayward child, amen. He's the only one that can draw a wayward husband or wife, amen. 
He, he's the only one that can fix situations that are outside of your resources, amen, that you've already had. But in the reality of it all, even what you got, you got from the Lord. The quicker that we learn that everything we are, everything we will be, amen, is in the Lord, we can find rest for our souls. Jesus Christ said he has given us rest. We don't need to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about himself. Amen. The Lord said to the disciples, he said, don't worry about what you put on. Don't worry about what you eat, what you drink. Amen. He says, look what I do for the sparrow. Look what I do for the lilies. Amen. And are you more valuable than these? So being God's crowning creation, amen, surely we are more valuable to him than these. So therefore, surely we are to rest. The lily does not toil. Amen. The, the sparrow does not worry. Amen. Because the sparrow knows that the Lord is going to provide. Saints of God, we've got to know that. Even today. Even when we look and we see bills that are longer than our finances. Amen. We got to know that if we call upon the name of the Lord and put it in his hands, he knows how to work it out. Amen. And so he says, be anxious for nothing. In life, there are so many demands on our lives, job and home and, and, and church and, and, and family members. There's so many things going on that we can start to spin around in our seat trying to figure out how we're going to do all these things. That's why James says to us, stop a minute and say, if anyone lacks wisdom, ask of God, for he gives liberally. See, a lot of times we don't have because we don't ask. We are spinning and toiling, not just with material things, but with wisdom. We're trying to figure out things that we don't have the wisdom to understand, but that we should rely on the Lord. We should call on his name so that he shows us how to carry it through. There are those of us who feel we got to do this and we got to do that, and the Lord is saying to us, why don't you stop a minute and talk with me and I'll show you what you need to do and what you need not to do. Amen. Because the world will have us going in so many directions. Amen. We'll find ourselves burned out and exhausted and laying across the bed. Not being able to go a little bit farther because that's the devil's job to steal, kill, and destroy. But you got to be smart. In this that you got to rely on the wisdom of the Lord that you can't do everything amen Lord never designed you to do everything amen but he did design you to do some things but the wisdom in it all is figuring out what are the things you ought to be doing and the best place to get that answer is from the Lord so be anxious but nothing. Don't worry about tomorrow because it'll worry about itself. God has already seen the beginning and the end at the same time. You got to know that in the beginning he already saw the end and that you can trust him to lead you and guide you down the safe waters of wherever he's delivering you and directing you to go. Be anxious for nothing. Don't worry. The Bible says what 
Does it profit a man? Does it do anything for him to worry? Will it add one cubit to his stature? Will he get any taller or any stronger or any healthier because he worried? The answer is a rhetorical no. As a matter of fact, you might get shorter, weaker, amen, and more unwise because you worry. So the Lord is saying through the apostle, don't worry. Here's a prescription for worry-free living. Look at the text. He says, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. Just like I said about the word all, there's nothing on the other side of all. Today I say that there's nothing on the other side of everything. In everything, in all situations, no matter what you're going through, no matter how difficult it may seem, no matter what the pressures, what the stress, what the, the demands, don't worry. Amen. But in it, be prayerful. Amen. Don't forget to call upon the name of the Lord. Don't forget to take your burdens to the Lord. Don't forget to talk to him about the big things and the small. God is intimately concerned about your whole life. Not just the things that we might deem to be big enough for God. God is concerned about the little things. The things that nobody else knows anything about. Amen. He wants to hear from you. He wants to commune with you. He wants to give you solutions to problems that has you pulling out your hair. But he also wants to deal with you as you go through the small successes in life. Because the realization of the success in life doesn't come from one big great success, but it's small successes along the way. It's a failure here and it's a success there because all of them are just tests. And wisdom comes out of when we don't get the expected result. Amen. And then wisdom comes also from when we get the expected result. But all of those things are working together for the good, for those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. I, I want you to know today, amen, that everything be in prayer with the Lord. Instead of worrying, pray. But don't pray if you're going to worry. Amen. Because the Lord is looking for those who will trust in him and not doubt. The Bible says if you're going to trust in the Lord, don't doubt. Because if you're doubting, don't expect anything from the Lord. Amen. The Lord is looking for some folks that know that he is God. The Bible says he, he, he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You got to seek the Lord. Amen. If you want answers, amen, to your issues in life, you want answers to your dreams, amen, you want answers to the vision that God has given you, you got to seek the Lord with all your heart. He said, he said, seek me with all your heart and you will find me. When you find the Lord, you found answers to every situation. 
So in everything, by prayer and supplication, supplication, let the Lord know your concerns. That's what supplications is all about, telling the Lord about your issues and the things that you desire, the things that you are concerned with and that you need help with. Give them to the Lord. A lot of times what we do, amen, we'll give it to folks, but we won't give it to the Lord. We'll pick up our phone and we'll talk to everybody, but we won't talk to the Lord who really has the answer. We will look around and find and we'll be upset because the person we thought had the answer didn't pick up the phone. But today I want you to know the one who definitely has the answer, his phone line is never busy. And he's never not available to take your call. All you got to do is call upon the name of the Lord. But until we get to the point that we realize that our answer is in the Lord, amen, we will continue to spin and toil over things and waste a lot of time and energy on stuff that could have been solved, amen, or at least we could have rest while the Lord formed the solution. Because see, some things don't get fixed when we want it. Amen. The Lord's time is not slack as men count slackness. See, something we think ought to have been fixed in a week, the Lord might say it needs to be fixed in a year. Maybe in a decade. But by prayer and supplication, by, by not being a worrier, amen, and trusting in the Lord, it allows you to rest during that decade. Amen. Instead of burning out within that week, you will be able to be sustained and you'll be relaxed through the decade because you are trusting in the Lord. I don't know about you, but there are things that the Lord has promised me. Amen. I haven't seen yet, but I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to be concerned about it because I know whose hand that is in. And no matter what I'm seeing in life, as long as I keep my mind stayed on him, everything is going to be all right. Whether it looks good or whether it looks bad, the Lord has it in his hands. And so today I'm saying to us saints to have worry-free living. I know it's difficult because the flesh always wants to pick up the job on its own. But it is our opportunity, amen, and blessed privilege to learn how to give it to the Lord. Because we don't do anything anyway with it by worrying about it, amen, but we ought to give it to the Lord. And here's something else in verse 6 that I like. Not only are we are not to worry about it, amen, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Amen. We ought to be thanking God for the solution before we ever see it. Amen. Amen. While we're praying, we're saying, thank you, Lord, that you got it covered. Thank you, Lord, that you got it solved. Thank you, Lord, that you've got it provided, even though we haven't seen it yet. That same blessed formula, amen, we saw with Jesus Christ, amen, when he fed the 5,000. There were 5,000, not counting women and children. But when Jesus says, do we have anything to feed them with? He said, feed them. One of the disciples said, well, we don't have enough to feed them. All we have is two little fish and five barley loaves 
of bread. All we got is this little snack for this lad. And what is this little snack to feed so many? The Lord said, give it to me. And before they were ever fed, the Bible says he raised it up to heaven and blessed it. What Jesus was doing was thanking God for the provision before it manifested on the earth. That blessing was thanking God for how you were going to feed all these people before they ever saw the provision. And then after he blessed it, amen, the Bible said he broke it. And then after he broke it, he gave to the disciples. See, one thing about worrying and living a worry-free life is that if you're going to put the thing down and pick up prayer and belief in Jesus Christ, your actions got to be in line with it. You can't say, Lord, I trust you to do this and then start acting as if he'll never get it done. You got to walk as if it has already been done. You got to believe and know that you know that you know that God's going to work these things out even though you cannot see him. You can be on your job and you can feel like the, the, the managers are out to get you. Amen. They're trying to fire you. Amen. They're trying to make it hard on you to provide for your family. But you need to know for without a doubt that the Lord is the one who provides your every need. They ain't doing nothing but what the Lord is allowing them to do. And even if they let you go, don't forget that the Lord's got another job. He's got another place for you to be. Amen. You are in the hands of the Lord. Amen. You don't have to worry about that. Even after you see them digging ditches and holes to drop you in. You just watch them as they do it and watch the Lord see you through. Amen. That's why you can live worry-free living. You ain't got to worry about that stuff because it's in the hands of the Lord. I was happy when I saw the scripture that said that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and they that dwell in it. Because that includes not just the saints but also the sinner. Amen. That crazy VP or CEO, amen, or, or that bean counting accountant that's trying to write in and write out your job. Amen. Don't worry about that. It's in the Lord's hands. Amen. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and they that dwell in it. Everybody is in the hand of the Lord. And so as we look at this text, amen, and we see that we ought to make our requests known to God. It doesn't say in this text that we ought to make our requests known to people. Amen. It says to God. Because God is the, is the originator of whatever solution that we need. He is the originator for whatever resources, amen, whatever wisdom or knowledge we need is coming from the Lord. So we might as well get the middle man out the way. Stop fooling around with folks in the middle, amen, that if they're going to get it, they're going to get it from the Lord too. We just go right to the source, amen. Don't fool around, amen. Go into the open door policy of the Lord and go straight into the heavenly of heavens, amen. And so as I get ready to close on this message today, Paul leaves some words for us, amen, in the context of this passage. 
In the context of this passage, amen, there were some saints at Philippi, amen, some saints that were working hard for the Lord, but somehow looked like the enemy had gotten in there and caused them to start fighting with one another. Paul was saying to them, wait a minute, don't worry about this and that. He, he saw them having anxiety, and anxiety was resulting in conflict, amen, amongst the believers of God. And he was saying to them, stop looking at the carnal, stop looking at the stuff you can see, and start looking at the Lord. He says, get a heart of praise and a, a heart of, of worship, amen, and gratefulness unto God. Because once you reset your mind to the Lord, all these things on the earth get really small. But he didn't finish there because he said to them, amen, after he dealt with their anxiety and said, be anxious for nothing. Because the reason why they should be anxious for nothing, amen, is that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard their hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It is the peace of God that will keep you in the midst of your storm. When things seem to be topsy-turvy and children seem to go wayward, husbands seem to have lost their mind, wives seem to have gone astray and they don't seem like they're going to come back, the Lord is able to make lemonade out of lemons even in the midst of your storm. There is the peace of God that will guard your hearts so that you're not sick in your spirit, that you're confident and restful in the Lord, that you know, that you know, that you know that everything that you are and they will be is in the Lord. Salvation is of the Lord. Wisdom is of the Lord. Deliverance is of the Lord. So trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct your path. Do you believe this today? Saints of God. Don't give up on the Lord. Put down worrying and pick up the trust in the Lord. And see him work it out in your life. And know that whatever you're going through, that the Lord has an answer. You just got to wait upon the Lord. For they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Ain't that all right, children? Keep on with your hand in the Lord's hand. And he will see you through. And I'm so happy today that I can talk about the one who came down through 40 and two generations to deal with the biggest problem of them all. That problem of S-I-N. He came down and was born of a virgin wrapped in swaddling clothes. He lived on this earth for 33 years. But one day outside of the walls of Jerusalem, my Savior and your Savior, he died for the sin.
the world. They nailed him to that cross. They put nails in his hands and nails in his feet. But that's not the end of the story. They took him down off that old rugged cross after he died. And they put him in a viral tomb. He was in that tomb all night Friday. He was in that tomb all day Saturday. He was in that tomb all night Saturday night. But it was early, early Sunday morning that he got up with all power in his hand. I'm so glad he got up because, because the Lord has gotten up. One of these days, I'm going to get up. And I'm going to get up in the Lord to a great coronation. Where to be howdy, howdy, and never goodbye. No more stressors. No more separation. No more bad bosses. No more health issues. No more, no more, and no more. Because the pain of the past will be wiped away. And the thought of all them things will be gone as well. I'm looking forward to that day uh, when the trumpet sounds, uh, when the sky splits and the Lord comes back with his children. Don't you want to be ready to be with the Lord? It's going to be a glorious day. But while we're still here, we got to learn how to be his children. We got to walk according to his mandates. We got to walk according to his commandments. We got to love and help the monster because the Lord is able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything you could ever ask or think. Praise the name of the Lord for he's worthy, oh so worthy. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Amen. The doors of the church are open. There may be somebody here today that have not given their hearts to the Lord. Right now is the time to get to know him today while the blood is running warm in your veins. If you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, if you have not given him your life, right now you can give him today. You can let him know. You can say, Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Lord, come and live in me. Lord, do for me what I cannot do for myself. Because there is room at the cross. Amen. Lord has his arms open wide. And you can come today. Come
Amen. Amen. Hello, Wisdom from the Word of God listening family. I want to once again thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you would be so kind, on whatever platform you listen to Wisdom from the Word of God, I ask that you give it a review. And when you give it a review, also give some specifics as it relates to why you enjoy this podcast. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, whether it's Stitcher Radio or iHeartRadio, whether it's Spotify or Anchor FM, whether it's Player FM, whether it's CastBox or Breaker, or any of the many platforms where you can hear this podcast. It would help us so much so that more can discover this podcast through seeing your comments and reviews and ratings, and hopefully this will give us more visibility and more distribution to reach more with the message of Jesus Christ. And once again, I am so thankful that you have taken out the time to listen to this podcast, and for your continued support, I will be forever grateful. God bless you, and God keep you, is my prayer.